T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome into hour number two of the program. I uh, got some text messages I'll get to very shortly. I did want to kind of comment on that Elmer's Island thing. Elmer's Island is actually under the authority of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. And when they announced the closure, uh, I contacted them about it, and uh, they said that it was in deference to the town of Grand Isle, that Grand Isle requested that it be closed, but it is not Grand Isle's decision. It's actually the Department of Wildlife and Fishery. So don't hold Grand Isle accountable for Elmer's Islands being closed, although they are partly because it was their idea and they requested it of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. But it is the department that is responsible for that. Don't understand that at all, uh, particularly in light of the, the latest, the very latest data that shows that uh, being outdoors, uh, the, the coronavirus doesn't stand near the chance that it does of being indoors. We allow people go in grocery stores and hardware stores and post offices and places like that, but we don't allow them to get out into the wide open spaces. Uh, very confusing to me. Anyway, um, we got some field reporters we'll be talking to. Captain Mike Gallo's coming up shortly. Also, Ryan Lambert, give us an update on Plaquemines Parish. And we've also got uh, Captain Eric Mohabarak, a paddler's report, and get him to tell us more about that trout challenge, one of those virtual fishing tournaments that the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is putting on. I do want to remind you, uh, catch Bayou Wild if you haven't seen it. Uh, Blaine Salter is our special guest. We went fishing with Blaine and Dustin Boudreaux on Lake Verrett, caught a nice little mess of Sokolé and uh, did a great show and really kind of took a little travel back in time and brought back a lot of memories of a really nice guy and one of the most obsessed fishermen I ever fished with was J.B. Salter, the inventor of the Salter's jigging pole. As a matter of fact, we've got uh, some text messages uh, coming in, in addition to those people who want to nominate and elect Daryl Carpenter for the next mayor of Grand Isle. We've got, uh, let's see, Justin in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. He says the animals are alive and well. Uh, he watched Bayou Wild TV. That jig and pole is an amazing invention. Yes, it is, and uh, we're working on trying to get uh, one of his stout poles and take it offshore and do some basically cane pole fishing for sheephead. I think that'll be interesting, and we're looking forward to that. 
right. Um, let's see. What else we got to tell you about? Oh, bad boys of the outdoors. Don't go deer hunting in April. It's not a good idea. I'll tell you more about that. But you can go squirrel hunting in May. A lot of people still haven't caught on that we have a squirrel season open during the month of May. The limit is reduced to three, which I don't understand why three, but instead of eight, but, you know, it is. And uh, not many people participate. Generally, it gets kind of warm and hot and buggy in the in the swamps and the in the places, uh, piney woods, where the squirrels are. But if you do go squirrel hunting in May and you've been successful at it, send me your best tips for hunting in May as opposed to hunting October through the winter time because those squirrels are in different places. I'm sure their food sources change and habitat certainly changes from May till fall and winter. So if you've got a, a little success story and you enjoy hunting squirrels, uh, send me a text, 87870. Also, I can use any tips on raising pygmy goats that anyone has. I have inherited, at least for a short period of time, uh, till the till about midsummer, uh, four pygmy goats: Reba, Randy, Rocky, and Rosie. And we're having a little time making the adjustment to each other. So, if you are a a goat shepherd or a goat herder, a goat king. Let me know and uh, give me any tips you got on raising pygmy goats. All right, we got a lot more than that to talk about. Don't forget to please watch on my website at dontheoutdoorsguide.com or the Bayou Wild website, whichever is easier for you to go to. Our happy Earth Day wish from our producer at Bayou Wild, Chris Lecoq. It's two minutes and, and a half long. Uh, make sure you've got time to be totally focused to, to watch it and really appreciate it. It's very well done. And uh, happy Earth Day to the planet Earth. This is the 50th anniversary. All right, coming back after this, we're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo, find out how he celebrated Earth Day and Water Day and Fire Day right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, before we get to uh, Captain Mike Gallo's report, uh, I just want to make a comment to the texter with the exchange 9113, last four digits. And I understand that you might be upset a little bit, And if you want me to share this text with the audience, I will do that. But I want to give you a chance to make sure that that's what you want to do. Because uh, the only thing I can reply to you is maybe you might need to be careful what you're asking for. Anyway, let me know if you want me to go ahead and share that, and I'll be happy to do it. All right, right now let's get to Captain Mike Gallo and get his fishing report. It's brought to you each week by CETO, one of the great sponsors of this program. Absolutely wonderful business. They call them AAA on the water. $179 gets you a whole year of peace of mind. In addition to that, if you should need it, and I hope you don't, fuel drop-offs, tow-ins 24-7, jump starts if you've got electrical problems, all you need to do is call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or you can visit him at CETO.com and get yourself all signed up. Captain Mike, it's kind of been a windy, calm, sunny, cloudy, uh, tough week for the meteorologists to make predictions. They kind of missed the mark, but I understand that. Tell me, how did your week go uh, throughout the week, and what's the prospects for this weekend? Well, Don, early in the week we had some great weather. I was able to run over to the Biloxi Marsh after doing some fishing in Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, As you know, there's a lot of dirty water in Lake Pontchartrain. If you move around on a frequent basis, you know, I give it 10, 15 minutes, and then I move another area. I found some fair water, some decent water, and some scattered trout. A few undersized redfish mixed in with them. 
Um, but that was my Lake Pontchartrain report. I did get a report from uh, Captain Chris Roberts. He did very well on the trout midweek. I think he caught 50 one morning with a mix of live shrimp and uh, plastic. So there are trout in Lake Pontchartrain. It's just a matter of putting in the homework and finding clean water and getting on a bite. I gave up earlier. Uh, didn't stick with them long enough, I guess. Moved over to the Biloxi Marsh and caught limits of redfish the last couple of times I've been to the Biloxi Marsh. Fishing either the weedless uh, plastics, worm, Texas rig style artificial plastics. I've also uh, had clients yesterday, uh, dead shrimp under a popping cork. Worked really well. There's a uh, rising tide all morning. If you get deep towards the interior of the marsh, you can find crystal clear water. But you got to be fairly deep in the interior of the marsh. Uh, the incoming tide is bringing in some stained water out of Lake Bourne. So it's bringing it inward. Uh, but like I say, get towards the middle, the interior of the marsh, and you can find clean water. And there's good numbers of redfish in there. We caught our 15 yesterday. It was a steady bite. I wouldn't call it a fast bite, but right at 1 o'clock, we put number 15 in the box and turned around and headed in. A couple of other boats I spoke to saw quite a few and had successful trips as well. So they're out there. It's just a matter of getting to them. We're talking with Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Mike, I saw some pictures and actually some video of uh, some people catching fish underneath algal blooms. There was some of that green bloom that popped up in Lake Catherine, some around some of the other areas around Pontchartrain. Uh, but yet the, the fish, I guess the salty water was underneath and the fish were there. Have you had that experience or heard about it? I've seen that same video you were looking at. I did get the same type of report from uh, Captain Chris Roberts. Uh, midweek, I stayed away, I guess, instinctively, and that could have been a bad move on my part. Um, but I, I did not fish in it. But like I said, I saw that same that same video that you saw. It's just a matter of moving and sticking and, and stay with it. It's nice, like Captain Chris had someone fishing live bait while he was throwing plastic. So you're kind of covering the bottom of the water column as well as depending on how fast you want to fish your plastic more trying to catch fish that may be more suspended. Uh, mm -hmm. Covering water is just the way to go about it. And when you find them, you know, catch what you can. It does seem like they're in little schools when you get to them and you can work them over. You, you have pretty good catches. Chris's catch seemed to be above the average. Uh, I've been hearing mostly mm -hmm. 10 to 15. Well, Chris is above-average fisherman. Let's give him credit where credit's due, that's for sure. But the point is, uh, don't give up because you might see an algal bloom. I remember one time Jeff Brule and I, there was a huge bloom at the causeway, and we were pulling speckled trout down underneath it in the deeper water. Deep areas like that, that good, clean, oxygenated salt water can be down on the bottom and the algal bloom up on the top. Right, and with all the wind we had earlier in the week, it wouldn't surprise me if some salty water pushed in and it's just below that stained water on the surface. So you're you're 100% right. correct on that. It's just a matter of, like I say, bounce around and move. And when you get on some, even if it's only a few bites, work that area more thoroughly. And, um, you know, hopefully you find what you're looking for. 
What direction you got the boat punted in this morning? Today we'll be heading straight to the Biloxi Marsh. I have uh, world-famous Lloyd Bullock with me. Lloyd uh, actually works in a hospital, so he's been hard at it for the last six or eight weeks. And uh, I had a late cancellation, someone that couldn't come in from out of town, and Lloyd sort of was on my standby list. I called him, and he answered yes three times on a text message. So I knew he was ready to go fishing, so we're going to go catch some redfish. Lloyd likes to catch those. Hopefully we can get – I've only got just Lloyd, so hopefully we can get his five redfish pretty quickly, and then maybe we'll move around, come back this way, and hit some of the bridges and see if we can find some speckle trout. Sounds like a good plan. Good luck to Lloyd and yourself, Mike, and thank you for the report. Uh, you can find People can find you on my site, dontheoutdoorsguy.com, aaofla.com, and you've also got a good old telephone number people can call you and chat with you too. Give them that number. All right, the telephone number, 985-781-7811. All right, Michael, have a great day, and we'll see you next week, buddy. All right, Don, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, coming up next, uh, Captain Bigfoot, Captain Quint, and among other names, <laughs> Eric Mohabarak joins us, Louisiana Kayak Company, with a paddler's report. I got a text in, uh, Weaver and Nancy headed back to the Alabama Pier for those Pompano, and he was talking about Pompano over there on the Gulf Shores around Orange Beach. They limited out again last weekend, back again for more. It's a great fish, but they're hard to target. Let's see what Captain Eric can tell us about them, the trout challenge, and also kind of give us around the coast a report on fishing from your paddle craft. It's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And it's time for our paddler's report with Captain Eric Mohabarak and the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, Mid-City, New Orleans, Covington, and Baton Rouge, some of the best kayak models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft, you can check out their website, see everything they got, MasseyOutfitters.com. And I did get a bait update from Robbie Campo. He keeps us up to date throughout the program. And uh, with as many people that are headed out, it's critical to let you know about that before you get down there and not find bait. He says they're starting to run low, but they're not out yet. Uh, remind the fishermen to stop and pick up bait by Bait Inc. or Golf Outlet uh, on Paris Road. All right, let's get to Captain Eric Mohabarak. Uh, Eric, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Trout challenge is going on uh, this morning. That's going to be, well, they do it with Tourney X software, and it's a catch photo release format, five biggest trout, and you put them on your smartphone. Uh, the boundaries of the whole Highway 1 corridor, which is Basin south down to the Grand Isle checkpoint. Now, we don't know about that checkpoint because I don't think it's the blockade is there. So I don't know where the boundary is on the far end, but good luck to all those fishermen there. And uh, the, the club is no stranger to hosting these virtual fishing tournaments. They've had several before. Uh, yeah, they've run a few. Uh, this is the first year that they're starting it, um, as far as I know. Uh, and I've been around the club for a long time. Uh, but, yeah, basically, like you said, five fish, the long, one with the longest inches uh, win. You take the picture, you text it in. Uh, Somebody looks at the pictures and decides who's got the most in length, and that's who wins the tournament. So are you, you know, fishing uh, it this morning? No, I'm not fishing it this morning. I don't, I don't really fish the photo release tournaments. Uh, I'd rather do it the old school way where you bring the fish in. <laughs> the only, I am going to fish one uh, well, this in year. Well, in that case. Which is, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Go ahead. Well, since you're not fishing it, you can give away information. If you were going to be fishing down there in that uh, Golden Meadow to Grand Isle area, that corridor, what would you suggest? Um, well, I, yesterday it blew, and they had a whole lot of muddy water in there uh, along the beaches. Uh, if it was up to me, this morning the wind has died down, it looks like, uh, depending on, on the tide down that way. I, I, for you bigger fish, you're going to be found on the beaches. Uh, if the conditions are the same as they were yesterday, if you find the muddy water, I would head up to Leesville, fish like North Bay and all of that up that way. Um, you know, and they use, keep it simple, fish on the move, uh, shrimp, you know, a shrimp-type lure on, uh, under a popping cork. Uh, any plastic imitates shrimp, as we know. Um, also, some tight lines, maybe some suspended baits, try that. And uh, that's what I would highly suggest. I've been actually catching some really nice fish in Leeville. So, you know, that's a positive note there for the guys fishing the tournament down that way. How about um, the Hopedale Shell Beach area? What are you hearing? That has become a very uh, popular fishing area. And according to Robbie, it did pretty good on the good weather days this week. Yeah, they did do really well out there. The guys have been catching some nice limits out there, some decent fish. Um, same same thing, popping corks, jigs, and then falling into the marsh to catch your uh, redfish, you know, hitting Lena Lagoon, you know, for the kayaks. Uh, you know, and what's nice about that is they got the, the new kayak launch out there they put in last year or whatever. So it kind of keeps it a little bit easier on everybody launching the boats out that way. Um, but, yeah, they've been catching some fish. Also jigging the, uh, the wall, the great wall out there, <laughs> the, the rock dam, mm-hmm. you know, uh, deep water jigging, you know, with gulps or, or plastic or something like that. And uh, sometimes, you know, those fish aren't sitting right up against that rock wall. They're off a little bit. So you just got to work around, try and use it. If you have a depth on, that's also helpful, you know. Um, but a few good fish. I think what happens is the fish are on a migration and they hit that wall and then they got to go another way, you know. So I think that's what's happening yeah. in that little scenario over there. So the freshwater catfish run still going on in Pontchartrain, huh? Still going on. Uh, haven't caught any uh, trash fish yet. Uh, I'm saying trash. I'm sorry, caught a garfish uh, last week. Um, but that's that's something that lives in the lake anyway, and some people don't consider it a trash fish. But yeah, it's still going on, which is kind of odd. Soon as I think, as soon as the hardheads move in, you know that that it just becomes too much of a pain. It's, I don't think the fish are not that they're not there. I just think that the hardheads are more aggressive, and they'll uh, you know they they take over the area more or less, and, and you catch them quicker than you do the uh, freshwater catfish. But yeah, still catching them. Uh, you know, um, can't can't complain about that. That's some good eating. Get get you a few fillets. Easy to catch easy to do you know it's on the picky days you know with the wind with that also um what else uh and uh, as you heard from chris and nancy well, they down highway to, 23 oh oh 23 um yeah we're doing good down out of port salsa uh they've really been producing some pretty pretty fish in uh in lima and in, in uh bela new out that way uh fishing the oyster reefs and the points and stuff like that uh tylon and gulps and uh and, and of course, on the popping cork, some top water action, uh, catching a few limits. Uh, reds have been easy to come by. Uh, it's been it's been real nice, you know. Been a real nice fish, and I got a few trips this week Very coming good. up, you know. You know, so hopefully we uh, do well around here. Coast of Alabama, Pompano off the beach. Tell us what the technique uh, is. Okay, well, um, the week before, uh, two weeks ago, when we talked, it was uh, the wacky jigs. You'll have to look that up and see what it is. It's kind of like a lead spoon is the best way I can do it with a little feather on top of it, like a little 
fly on top of it, and they just kind of bounce the bottom with that. This week that just passed, uh, they were just using a common bottom rig, uh, a lead, you know, with a hook on top of it, and um, and and, and they were catching them on pieces of shrimp. The locals did have sand fleas, so the local guys were using the sand fleas and producing them, and that's kind of like a crustacean. It's a, I think it's a type of crab actually. It lives in the sand. Um, kind of looks prehistoric actually uh if you haven't seen one if you look them up the sand fleas but uh papano go crazy over them but uh like like you know chris and nancy they they caught their six on uh on, on pieces of shrimp so it's easy you know just go out there and uh just throw the line off the beach tight line it and, and wait for the bite you know it's a subtle bite but you, you'll feel it you know and, and you just hook the fish and reel it in and the limit of that is three per person you know and they can you know, they can get bigger than five pounds, but the biggest ones they've caught so far has been five pounds. Yeah. What can you tell us about non-resident license requirements if you're from Louisiana? You do you do need a non-resident license. I think it's $20 a day. You can look this up on the Internet, on the Alabama uh, Fish and Game uh, mm-hmm. Wildlife Department. Uh, it's $20 per day, I believe, or it's $40 a year. Don't quote me on that price, though. It, it's something like that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure on the on the yeah, on the year price. Yeah, it's, it's fairly reasonable, reasonable actually for a day of fishing. And I believe if you go on the pier, which I'd check with them too, because I'm not sure of this, because I know Florida, if you if you go on a fishing pier, you're allowed to uh, to, to fish under the pier's licenses. You don't need a fishing license on the pier, but if you were to fish off of the beach in Florida, you do need a fishing license. Uh, but I'm not sure if it's the same way in Alabama. I, you would have to call the fishing pier or the wildlife department and check with that. Got it. All right, finally, I understand that uh, eight Massey Hobie Kayak Pro staffers went on a fishing trip that I knew about was going to happen this week. And I understand an unnamed female charter captain, kayak pro staffer, co-host of Bayou Wild in this radio show, outfished you. I'm not mentioning any names, but I just wanted to make sure if that was the truth well well yeah these things happen don i gave him my lucky spoon what can i say <laughs> but uh you know it, it, it happens to the best of us it's been a long time out of uh, eight people i was and the one who ate the, the other way pie. and it goes and it right and it goes the other way sometimes you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yes it does i heard it went the other way uh yesterday a matter of fact the uh pie was being passed out yesterday. <laughs> could have been could have been yeah and, and it's not so pleasant when it goes that way i can personally attest to that but i'll tell you what yeah she's a serious fisherman all right captain eric oh, yeah. if somebody wants to get a hold Wonderful. of you uh tell them how to do that if they want to book a trip yeah it's real easy um through your website down to Buke outdoors um, or you can get uh, get look on uh, Facebook, uh, the Louisiana Kayak Company, or Instagram, the Louisiana Kayak Company, or just call me, 504-313-8292. All right. Got you, Eric. See you next time, buddy. Right. Stay safe, and we'll All right, see Don, you again. Have a great one. Bye. There he goes, Captain Eric, uh, a.k.a. Captain Quint, um, Captain Bigfoot. Raccoon feet. Any more names? If you got any, just text them to me. Eight seventy eight seventy. We'll start up a collection. All right. We come back after this. Uh, you do not hunt deer in April. Two guys thought it might be a good idea, but I think they've changed their mind. It's bad boy time. Coming up next on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
All right, I still not have heard back from the Grand Isle resident who texted me uh, with the phone number 9113. Uh, if you want me to share that, I will. If you do not respond, I'm not going to because I think it would hurt you, uh, re- other residents of Grand Isle. To tell you about a couple of guys thought they would be doing some hunting this month for deer. Wrong time, bad move. Back with their story after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, despite fake news being what it is these days, fishing, hunting, and getting in the outdoors is not, I repeat, not part of the stay-at-home lockdown. And it didn't stop a couple of bad boys from violating deer hunting regulations in Grant Parish when Monday a week ago, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents acting on a tip cited Corey Holloway and Gregory Knapp for hunting deer without basic or big game licenses, taking deer during closed season with an illegal weapon, namely a 22 caliber rifle, possession of an illegally taken deer, and gross littering. The agents obtained a surveillance video of a dump site where the two were identified from their vehicle arriving and dumping a clean deer carcass at 4.30 a.m. on April the 8th. Subsequently, Holloway admitted to killing the deer behind his home where he and Knapp cleaned it. The meat and the 22 rifle were seized and facing maximum fines of $3,250 plus 120 days in jail as well as 16 hours of community service. Our 31-year-old Corey J. Holloway of Dry Prong, mentioned that earlier, and 35-year-old Gregory Knapp of Pineville, Louisiana, are bad boys of the outdoors. Never a shortage of bad boys, and as uh, you probably have uh, become aware, boy, those tips, those Operation Game Thief tips, those hotlines and surveillance videos and Internet perusal by agents, uh, it's getting tougher and tougher to get away with it. All right, we come back after this. Captain Ryan Lambert, the plastic man, joins us to talk about throwing plastic to feed fish. Does that work? Works for him. Back with his story after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And during these times when uh, there's a lot of people fishing, live shrimp and live bait is at a premium. There's plastic to talk about. We'll do that. But I got a text. Uh, I need to probably get to this right now. Where can I buy shrimp on the way to the Hopedale Marine? If you're headed down there, really only two ways to get down there, either Judge Perez or Paris Road. If you're going on Paris Road, there are two places right off Paris Road called uh, the Gulf. See, it was the old Gulf Halt Marine. It's Tony Kutch's Bait Shop and Jimmy Dixon's Bait Incorporated, which is right there next to Bayou Bienvenue. If you're coming from Judge Perez, you're going to have to come up Paris Road and get it, but I think it's a good idea to get some before you head down. At last uh, count, Shell Beach at Campos was running very low. They're probably going to be out within the next hour or so, so if you're making a little bit later trip, uh, stop and get your live shrimp if you're so inclined to fish with that before you get down there. Ryan Lambert never fishes with live bait. I've known him to fish with dead bait. I think we fished together once with dead bait, and it was dead winter, it was freezing temperatures, and the redfish were frozen to the bottom, and we had to get him to catch the fish. But otherwise, he's a plastic man. That's what we call him. Ryan, what's going on down in uh, Plaquemines these days? They had a lot of plastic men out there yesterday because no one had shrimp, and they was all like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I said, oh, you have to fish for a living. Woe today, is huh? me, no shrimp. Do you remember what you do? you got to actually move it. No, they didn't have shrimp yesterday, but the bite was bad yesterday. You know, we we had a 360-degree wind Thursday, 
So yeah, it blew from every single yeah. direction, 20 miles an hour. I mean, it it just it looked like a whirlpool out there. So the bite was pretty bad yesterday. We had four boats out fishing with friends and neighbors or whatever they could do, and uh, they, the bite was not there. And I fished. So when I figured out the trout bite wasn't there, I ran and did what I like to do, and I went to sight fishing, caught some reds, and I found some crystal clear water. You know, you just got to find aquatic vegetation and. And it just filters that water, and it was crystal clear. And, you know, I, I whacked a couple of good redfish for some dip and watched the rest and, you know, came on back because I was just doing it for fun. I like to scout and take a couple for some redfish dip or something like that. But uh, it wasn't that great a bite. But they have been catching them. You know, the, the trout on, on the west side prim, primarily, you know, it's uh it's April, late April now. So they're heading for the Gulf, and they're going on the outside, and uh, the birds are working a bit, you know, uh, toward the west. There's some flocks of birds that they, they're fishing under. I don't really care to do that either, but I'm particular, huh? <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> but your custom is not so much, and I understand that, and that is a good thing. Let me ask you this. West side or east side? Generally, isn't it true that the west side turns on with the trout before the east side, or can that change depending on what the river's doing? Oh, the, the, the river's got everything to do with it. You know, it's, it's still 17 foot. It's still at flood stage. I mean, it won't come down. And we keep having these massive rain systems going through the Mississippi Valley. But normally, April, you get a really, really good bite starting on, on the east side as well. But they still pushed out. You know, they pushed to the north, and they they starting to bite on the islands and stuff. But as soon as this river comes down, just a you know, it doesn't even have to come down. If the wind blows from the same direction for two or three days and blows good water in, they come right with it. It's incredible what they'll do and how quick they do it. So, yeah, the east side can be really good this time of year and a lot of really nice trout, too. It's a good time to catch some big trout. So, I mean, they're catching them in Venice right at the, you know, right in the river. So uh, it just takes a, a little bit of water to move one way or the other because that salt water will come under there and it makes a little wedge with the tide. Like, for instance, the tide was very high yesterday with that um, east wind blowing because it was supposed to be northeast 5 to 10 and it was east at 20. So I think that's why Martha quit being a weather person. She should. She should. <laughs> I'd rather just, <laughs> I'd rather just fish. I can't get this uh, right. That's a tough. It, that's a tough job, though. It really is. I mean, you know, you got to take a look at what all the different, you know, systems are, and get the different recommendations from all the different weather services. Come up with a composite, and then use a little bit of your own judgment. It's not an easy job, but I tell you, they do a pretty much amazing job. And they're, they're, most of the time, they're pretty much right on. But every now and then, they get a curveball, and uh, man, it's off. And that happens. Well, picnickers. I think your picnickers love them. Oh, it's going to be windy today. Fishmen hate them. You know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful morning today, though, and it's settling out a bit. And you just have to have consistency. It doesn't matter if the wind's blowing as long as it blows from the same direction a few days because then it's, it's nothing for that water to turn clear as can be on the other side of a point that's that's leeward, and you can catch fish. I mean, we deal with this this kind of water with with the river. I mean, I've done it my whole career, and and it doesn't make a yeah, difference really. that the river's there as long as you have some consistency with the wind because places clear up even with the river at flood stage and the fish are still there. The salt water is underneath the wedge, so you know if the tide comes in, it's salty underneath, just like y'all were talking about with the algal blooms earlier. 
you know, that's that's the fresh water on top, but the salt water on the bottom is still good water. So, you know, you can see it in your prop wash. The good water will come up. And you, see, you know, don't hesitate fishing in that stuff, especially if you have some deeper water. Man, you got me wanting to come down there and go fishing, man. We need to do that soon. We, we, you need to. And, and uh, I talked to D. Gohagen yesterday, and he wants to come down if he, he, you get a chance with, to bring him down with you. And, uh, and we'll go do it. We'll either side yeah, fish or, yeah. or this. I fish with D. Too. Yeah. Well, we'll take what we can get, as always. Ryan, uh, you, yeah, you're doing local right trips mostly now. If somebody wants to do a day trip, tell them how to get you. Yeah. I will do any kind of trip that shows up at my door. <laughs> it's uh, they they can go to CajunFishingAdventures dot com, but but it's time to start back up. You know, I, I think the marinas are going to start opening a bit, and we just have to be careful and, and do our social yeah. distancing. But you know, just call me at five zero four five five nine five one one one, and you know, I got twelve guys that are ready to fish. <laughs> I promise you. And go to CajunFishingAdventures dot com. The lot the lot just spick and span clean. We're ready to go. Get some redfish dip going, man. I'll be down there. All right, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks for the report. Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right. We come back after this. Wow, it's time to get out of here already. All right. Before I finally get to the uh, rest of the text messages you're sending in at 870-870, I want to let you know something about Rouse's Supermarkets. Uh, I saw the CEO, Donnie Rouse, on on national television. He was recognized on Fox News this week. Uh, for a program that lets customers purchase meals to go that are prepared by their favorite restaurants, but they're sold in Rouse's stores. Uh, people are visiting the stores for lunch or dinner, and they're getting groceries, sure, but they're also getting takeout dinners that were prepared by some of your favorite restaurants. So you can get meals uh, from Galatoire's, Commander's, really great places, Old College Inn, Johnny Blanche's Place, Johnny Sanchez, other restaurants, and you can get them in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Home, and Thibodeau. And the list is growing. Uh, at press time, they had raised more than $25,000 to help the restaurants. I think that's an ingenious idea. Gets people great restaurant food, but it also keeps those restaurants going. And uh, Rouse deserves a big thanks for that. Because they could say, let's just keep selling tons and tons of groceries. But they have concern about the community and recognize that the, the city and the state where they're located uh they owe them some payback, and thank you to Rouse's for doing that. Also, a couple of local sponsors of our radio program, Frenet Landing and Laplace, they're doing takeouts. So please help them if you can. Also, Morton's uh, on the banks of the Chifuncta River, they do Friday through Sunday takeouts. You can call and order from their regular menu and go pick it up over there. Those are the places, you know, that we we ask for help, and when they need it, it's uh, time to return the favor. All right, getting to our... Uh, Text board, happy birthday, Blaze. Our youngest grandson turned three. Can't wait to get him in the boat and catch a fish or a few. Well, I wonder if that's Blaze Salter. Is it his birthday? Happy birthday, whoever that, all Blazes who have birthdays. All right, then we have this message to Lloyd. If you remember, uh, Captain Mike Gallo was taking a hospital worker by the name of Lloyd out for a fishing trip today. This one says, please tell all the Lloyds and other first responders and hospital workers, thank you. They deserve a fishing trip. You just did it. Uh, here's a question. Did Wildlife and Fish approve dates for the 2020 duck season last week? I can't find any info on their website. That's from Jay. Jay, they held a webinar. I don't know how successful or unsuccessful it was. They were doing a virtual uh, comment period from the public, and then once that's given to the commissioners, they will take a final vote probably on next 
month's commission meeting. But, you know, meetings are not what they have been. We'll see how that turns out and let you know as soon as I hear. All right. Uh, another one says, Don, I vote for you for Louisiana governor. Great show as always. You need four hours instead of two. That's from Bo the Slidellian. Bo, I decline the nomination. Uh, I don't want to go to the dark side. Politician is not my bag. Some people are good. Many are bad. I, I find myself better on doing the reporting. All right, here's one uh, tip for that May squirrel hunting. Hang a bird feeder. Sit and watch how many squirrels find it. Yeah, it's perfectly legal to bait squirrels. And, uh, yeah, you put feed out for squirrels, they will show up. All right, that's about going to wrap it up for us. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, sorry about more outdoors on temporary hiatus status, uh, our 7 to 9, two-hour live stream show. Hopefully it will return sooner than later and get back to hearing from some of our special guests and talking about some of the issues. But until then, we'll continue 5 to 7 a.m. It's heard every Saturday morning on our flagship station, WWL, and a series of network affiliates. You can find out who they are on my website, Don, the Outdoors Guy. Dot com, or you can always listen on radio.com. It live streams there. Be sure to check out Happy Earth Day from Bayou Wild TV. It's on my homepage. Give yourself two and a half minutes. You won't be disappointed. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week with another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.